Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost, the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. He's the other Max. Yeah, I'm the other Max. That's right. I forgot to mention that part because I'm just, I want to talk about this episode, you guys. Are we losing time or I feel like I am trapped in some sort of weird time stream when it comes to the current part we're in because... They've told us a couple times now that th- there are five minutes left, right? Mm. Yeah. Space and these are like 20-minute episodes. So I just want to make this very clear. I know this has been done to death, but wow, guys, the timelines. <laughs> Frieza does not know how to tell time, as we will learn in this no. episode. No, I don't, I'm not sure he's too solid on the concept of a minute. <laughs> I don't think he knows what these things are. It has to be space minutes. Which is like a space, which is equivalent to a human hour. We are regrettably gated from this material by, as always, the intro. And last week, Max in our Discord shared the original, the Japanese version of Dragon Soul, which is actually quite good. Yeah, it's so, it's like excellent, actually. This is the first time I had heard it, actually, in the original Japanese. (laughs) Yeah, so did Uh, I, same. It weirded my whole brain out. (laughs) it's such a good song it is it's the first time i had listened to the japanese version of the song since the first time i watched dragon ball z kai in its original form so it felt like a curse had been lifted from me (laughs) the intro no longer holds power over you is what you're saying no i mean no i'm i'm back in hell now (laughs) you've since been cursed again twice keeps messing with me i i posted in our discord i was like guys is this a different episode because it sounds like it sounds like it's higher i up. saw you going through this yes. yeah and kevin had to like sit down put his hand on my shoulder be like no no you're fine it's just a bad song don't go through this don't put yourself through this blaine was ready to be like i'm just gonna go back and listen to it again to test <laughs> yeah and thank god his friends were here to pull him back from the brink oh. of that deep dark ravine. I have a new strategy actually for making it through the intro I did want to talk about which is actually watching what happens in the animation and what's what's on the screen. You do that um, too? Yeah, yeah, and I noticed something this time. There's mm. a small moment I just want to point out. I don't think we specifically mentioned it before where Gohan and Goku are training and fighting yes. in the yard and Chi-Chi yes. is just sort of like kind of reaching out to them like in kind of a, like a please don't don't do this kind of way okay <laughs> and what i is just she doing love this there? moment i needed i needed to to voice that i've always wanted to see what the family life for the uh the 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 sons 
Like, like, wait, wait, what would be the... The Sun, sun? The sun family? Yeah, the Sun family, okay. Which is still weird to say, no yeah. matter how you say it. But I, I always want to see a day in a life in that kooky family. That'd be a fun spinoff, I think. You know... I, I can't wait till we get to more domestic stuff as we get further. Honestly, this is why I started watching the first few episodes of Dragon Ball Super, is because the first few episodes of Dragon Ball Super are just the domestic family comedies of the Briefs and Sun families. Oh boy. And well, let me tell you, watching Vegeta take his wife and do- and son to a theme park is great. Yeah, that does I, sound really good actually. Like do you guys remember is it Full Metal P- Panic? I believe it was the anime. And then there was a spin-off where it was them like dealing with school stuff. And yes, I genu- Yes. I genuinely enjoyed just watching that just to be like, wow, this is just such a nice way to like view these characters. We didn't see a very nice side of Goku in this episode of Dragon Ball Z, though, unfortunately. No, not at all. Uh, um, uh, this is episode 50. And by the way, episode 50. Wow. Guys, yeah, guys, look at us. Fucking there. Look. This is a milestone. We, we did it, y'all. 50 This episodes. is not where I thought I would be, but looking at my life, it is where I deserve to be. <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely yeah, this is definitely some kind of karma. So this is full power Frieza, Shenron grant our wish. And this kind of picks up right from the end of the last one. Frieza just bulks up really big. He's so big now. Did we talk about how weird that is? His head doesn't grow proportionally either. Okay, both of these dudes suffer from neck shortage (laughs) a lot across these two episodes. I just wanted to get that out there. It is much worse for Frieza. Yeah, Frieza's head is, like, emerging from his traps like a turtle. It's the only thing that didn't grow. (laughs) (laughs) Even his hands and feet are bigger. But anyway, it seems like Frieza has the advantage at the beginning of this episode. Mm -hmm. And the planet's not doing so hot either. No. This episode starts off in kind of a bad place for Goku, so it seems. And I remember that this... Goku kind of gets rocked a little bit like Frieza takes the advantage super fast big combos doesn't really give Goku time to recover and I remember I feeling like this was a lot more pronounced in the original cut like how much stronger Frieza got because in this episode like not to spoil anything but it really doesn't take too long for the tide to sort of turn again we do see that pattern kind of a lot in Dragon Ball Z though there's this weird like Red and purple sequence. Did you guys catch this? Yeah. What happened to the lighting in the background here? They're like they're they're like flying through smoke, pink smoke, from inside the planet because it's exploding. I see. There's no logic to this, but I thought someone got hit so hard that the entirety of the planet changed hues. <laughs> Knocked the so color Goku... right out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked the color right out of her hair. Shot a beam into some of his rods and cones, and now Goku's partially <laughs> colorblind. <laughs> Just remember that this is what the rest of the world looks like to Goku from here on out for the rest of the TV show. (laughs) That would explain a lot, I think. It seems right now that Frieza is both faster and stronger than Goku because he's just really taking the advantage here. But if you kind of watch closely, after the first big combo, Goku starts blocking a lot more. So it looks like he's kind of adapting to what's going on. He does get in some pretty nasty hits, though. He does. It's not completely one-sided. It's so hard to feel bad for Goku right now, though, whenever he gets hit. This is all his fault. Yeah, he's being dumb. This is the direct consequence of him being a fight dumbass. 
But do do part of you ever feel like he's just playing with Frieza? Oh, I mean, it's just a game to Goku. But well, that's the thing about Super Saiyan Goku, though, is that Super Saiyan Goku is kind of less playing a game. He's more like, "I'm gonna kill you, Frieza." Well, after I get you to full power, then I'm gonna kill you. Then I'm gonna yeah. kill you. <laughs> this kind of ends with this weird stalemate that resembles a stalemate they were in earlier, um, or that Frieza and Vegeta were in earlier, rather, where Goku ha- grabs him by the fists and then they just kind of growl and flash a lot. Yeah, they're grappling on top of this like pillar. We we gotta go into more detail. They don't just grab hands and and block. <laughs> They fly up into the air spinning around. <laughs> That's the most important detail okay. here. So This is crazy, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, it's super crazy and I don't understand what was the what is the advantage either one are hoping to gain by putting themselves in that move. Great question. I have two notes here, one right after the other. The first one says, "Y'all forgot you had feet, huh?" <laughs> And then the next one says, oh, no, Frieza didn't forget he had feet. (laughs) (laughs) Because Frieza does the most obvious thing in the world and just knees Goku in the stomach, as you do. But it still took him 30 seconds to think of that. (laughs) Well, no, they were busy staring into each other's eyes, deciding who would be the first one to lean in for the kiss. (laughs) (laughs) This kick doubles Goku over. Where he remains for... uh... A noticeable period of time. To me, it seemed, a- after Frieza starts gloating, um, to me it seems like Goku is maybe faking him out a little bit because he comes out of it with kind of a smile on his face and he doesn't, like, his voice doesn't sound like... Uh, uh, or anything. Yeah. Like. Goku really knows how to bait Frieza. So, like, is he just trying to not only physically destroy him now, but also mentally tear him down? <laughs> Part of it is that he he wants to he wants to humble Frieza. He wants to defeat him at his most powerful. Mm. You see, and I, I like that, but I just I we like I just don't see it would ever work. This is why you're more of a Vegeta man than a Goku man, oh, I would yeah. say, Blaine. And meanwhile, this is like it's getting really bad on Namek. The crater that Frieza made earlier is getting bigger. There's new fault lines going all across the crust. It's bad. The planet is exploding can we stop for one second and talk about the electricity that's coming out of the planet two things one why is this happening and two what is with the sound effect that sound i can hear that (laughs) sound in my head right now just by thinking of it that noise will never leave my brain it is so harsh and this is it is not a good sound effect i don't think it is not pleasant to hear it did scare my cat quite badly. <laughs> it even affects animals. I can't remember it, and I really wish I could so I could be more involved in this conversation. You'll hear it again, Yeah, no you'll doubt. hear it again, and, and just be listening for it next time you see some electricity on the screen. There's no way they bought more sound fonts for the rest of this series. <laughs> There's no way. How about this flash-stepping that happens? I love this cat and mouse sequence, and I especially love that Frieza begins it by saying that's enough fooling around as though he wasn't the one who's been doing most of the fooling around. <laughs> and then they just start fooling around more. <laughs> yes, they just start fooling around a lot. This is like the fifth time they said, like, okay, now the fight's really serious, and then they just <laughs> pussyfoot around for another five minutes. 
<laughs> just sort of chase each other. They're playing tag, really. What does it do? Like, like I understood it like when, like in previous fights, it was just the idea of they were moving around to different areas. But it's like they're moving like towards like one another, but it's like they just phase in from the astral plane for just a second before they phase back out. Like someone cast blink on them. Like I don't, I don't get it. Right here, right after that exchange, Goku is Frieza is attacking Goku and he's dodging everything. Okay, okay, that makes sense. And then coming out of it, I guess they just keep it going because I mean it does look cool. Um, they kind of leave us, though, uh, to, to sort of wonder about what's going on there so we can check in with King Kai. And this is where the best part of the episode starts. Yeah, oh, wow. This episode all hinges on this scene. Ball strats. Here we go. Top level. Let's start with how rude King Kai is to Kami. <laughs> <laughs> Does he hate him? <laughs> King Kai's the regional manager and Kami is just like well, Kami, Kami's nobody, he's not actually a deity Kami hails King Kai like a long haul trucker like <laughs> come in good buddy <laughs> that was amazing uh, so, the, so the plan was as Kami tells us to use the wish on the earth dragon balls to restore to life specifically everyone killed by Vegeta on Which Earth. is apparently a thing they can do. Yes, so this is where we learn a lot more about the rules of the Earth Dragon Balls, and supposedly the main thing is that you can bring as many people back as you want with one wish, they just all have to have the same cause of death. How crazy is that limitation? That's so weird. That's interesting. So could I just say, like, I want you to bring back everyone who's had a heart attack in the last... Two years. No, absolutely no. not. This rule is established. If they died of natural causes, you cannot bring them back. Bad ah. rule. By I hope the way. this never comes up again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it has to be within a year. Yes. Okay. One year. That's our limitation. Our two limitations. All these people have to have the same. Have to have been killed by the same person or event, and it has to have all happened within a year. So what? The, so natural causes. Does that mean like? Because I died of old age, or I got hit by a tsunami. Ooh, interesting question. Yeah, what is natural cause? I mean, technically, death is a natural result of a hole in your heart. So yeah, <laughs> if I if I get punched until I die, I mean, that's probably Medically very natural. Speaking, right? You're dead. Yeah, that is a that is a very natural death. <laughs> Especially Just one organic universe. killing another. So <laughs> King Kai proceeds here. To ask the most leading, weird set of questions ever. Yes. <laughs> it King feels Kai's like there was one something. question he should have asked, and instead he asked five. My favorite thing, I love it when people do this. So his proposal, essentially, is to keep the nature of the wish kind of in the same ballpark, just change it from all the people Vegeta killed to all the people Frieza, specifically Frieza and his henchmen killed on Namek. You're putting a lot of different statements in there. I mean, that is a hefty wish, it feels like. Not just Frieza, it includes his henchmen. Here's what's messed up, guys, is I was listening for it, and they never specifically say on Namek. Oh, fuck. Did a whole bunch of people yeah. just come back to life, wish... like, in the vacuum of space a couple <laughs> light no. years away? Oh, yeah, because they didn't bring the planet back. <laughs> so they just brought a bunch of bodies that immediately freeze and explode or whatever in space. But it's all within a year's time frame, too. Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, I you don't Frieza's know how busy Frieza gets. A few million. I mean, yeah, he didn't exactly take a long time on Namek. 
It's basically been a small vacation. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> um, so Kami isn't super confident, but he says that logically speaking, this should work. And then there's more. And then there's more. Because they not only want to bring back all these people, King Kai postulates that perhaps it could bring back the Grand Elder as well, which then would also obviously automatically reactivate the Dragon Balls and grant the last wish from Perunga. Duh. What I love about the way this comes around is that King Kai starts off by asking whether the Dragon Balls can bring back someone killed by natural causes. And then he's like, uh, but what if their life was shortened by a specific person or event? What it would happen then? It's like he's trying to make us smart and be like, you guys are going to figure it out. I'm going to spoon feed it. <laughs> He just wants the audience to get there first. It feels like he would need to make this entire argument to Shenron in order to have this wish granted. <laughs> it's like Shenron would have to be here to like get all of the nuance. <laughs> so you know, kind of frustrated me just a little bit. I felt like uh, a I, lot. I felt like Kame should have known how the Dragon Balls on Earth work, right? That's a good point. I feel like Kami should not need to participate in, like, speculation about how his own fucking invention works. Yeah, yeah. he made these things. Does he not oh, he yeah, he know should how they be, work? He should be pretty opaque on the rules, actually. Yeah. He, yeah. He read the trainer's manual, right? <laughs> he fucking wrote it, evidently. I okay. guess, I mean... I guess he's never he's never had occasion to have to wonder whether he could bring to life a bunch of people on another planet. <laughs> another planet. That's also another part of it that they're a little worried about. That's a long, long way away. <laughs> it's, it's implied the Dragon Balls have a range. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, unfortunately, we, we cut away from the ball strats to catch up with Bulma and Gohan. Uh, Bulma's kind of losing it. Complaining her ass off. Way more racist than I thought she was. Yeah, this kind of sucks. I'm I'm pretty mad at Bulma again. All right, now I'm 100% on your side. She's real shitty in this scene. I do want to remind, like, because it's easy to forget, she actually hasn't encountered Piccolo even once for any of his whole redemption arc. Oh, so this that yeah, is true. Okay. When she meets him on the ship, that's. That's pretty understandable. Yeah, literally the last time she was in Piccolo's presence, he was trying to murder Goku and destroy the world. Was she also there for when Piccolo kidnaps Gohan? Oh, wait, yeah, oh, no, that yeah. one too. Yeah. So that might be the last thing she remembers is like, oh, this child got kidnapped by this big man. Hey, there was a weird thing I wanted to talk about in this scene where Bulma and Gohan, they reach the ship and it starts to sink into Namek. Like the, the rocks are breaking apart and it's going down. And Bulma yells out, you can't go now. Like the ship is taking off and leaving without them. When it's very obviously sinking into the ground. I didn't even think about this. Wow. What is she you yelling can't... at? What is happening? I. Before we can find out, we hit the episode break, which means I need the three of you to lend me your energy. <sighs> <sighs> kind of a spooky one. Oh shit, we should have made a ghosty one. Next time. Damn. Next time. Well, this is probably going to go up after Halloween, so it's yeah, a good well point. Yeah, well after but, Halloween. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to Zenkai Boost. It's such a pleasure to make this show for you. Thank you for subscribing, for recommending us to your friends, for, you know, leaving ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts and all those other things, cuz it really helps us grow. We yes, can't really you. we don't pay to advertise. 
because who would who would pay for this? <laughs> I ask you, who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should also check out Friedrich Hobbitler on YouTube. He's username Cody Game Music. His music is what you hear at the very beginning of our show. The logo for our show is done by Elizabeth Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. That's K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H. Check it out. You can commission that kind of thing. It's some cool stuff. Oh, she's got the commissions open, huh? Oh, yeah. That's pretty neat. I think, actually, it's after the break that we have these ship shenanigans with yeah, uh, where Bulma is afraid of Piccolo and wants to leave him behind on Namek. And she makes the argument that, like, wouldn't this be what he wanted to be buried on his home planet? <laughs> That's where it went into fucked up for me, because, like Kevin said, I do definitely understand her trepidation here. I mean, this is this is an alien that has been very hostile in the past. But then when she tries to, like, subtly convince Gohan... Yeah. It gets <laughs> She's manipulating manipulative. the child. Is Gohan suffering from Stockholm Syndrome? From Piccolo? You just now got here, huh? No. Just you... hit me! <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Piccolo is Gohan's dad. Oh, you're right. Because he is a bit of a harsh dad. He does sometimes drink too much and shoot lasers at Gohan, but you know that he means well. Well, wait, wait. In his defense, the clothing beams. And actual real beams. He does shoot Gohan with beams. Does shock him with electricity and things like that. Yeah, we saw his skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, memories. (laughs) As we go on... I'm getting that vibe here because it does seem like Piccolo's about to die. He is bleeding out on this spaceship. There's a huge amount of blood pooling in his chest. No one's taken him to any form of, like, medical attention. They couldn't put a towel over that. (laughs) Get this man a tourniquet. You know the fucked up thing is he's not dead, so she was... When she said he would want to be buried among his people, she was like, "We we can just leave him to be dead. (laughs) he'll be dead soon it's fine anyway back to the real episode frieza hovering above the wreckage of the planet gives namek two more minutes or three he does say or three (laughs) frieza has no fucking idea frieza is just making random guesses as to how long this planet's gonna last this is where we get a fun declaration from goku that he is going to kill frieza (laughs) man after all you've done you don't deserve to live is the line. I kind of like this, actually. And I know it's probably just because he's got the Super Saiyan rage going on right now, but he's Goku is not Batman, and sometimes you do have to kill the villain. And I do think Frieza, you know, he, he should be murdered here. I mean, he's space yes. Hitler. Exactly, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a very different scenario than the henchman. Frieza loses it at this point. Oh, yeah. Freeze is so mad. Yeah, this sets him off big time. Goku initially takes the receiving end of a beating here, but he kind of gets wise and starts to turn it around, pulls another big swing on Frieza, grabs him, gets him spinning around. So long, Frieza V2. Mm-hmm. And yes. Frieza uses one of my favorite tricks in this whole show, which is using a key blast to stop his momentum after Goku throws him. Oh, I yeah, love that's that. so cool. And then back to the exact same standoff we've seen fifty times since the Frieza <laughs> fight began. Just the two of them just sort of looking at each other. I'm 
pretty sure at this point they're just checking out how muscly each other are. They're just really... This yeah. is a dance. They're peeping. There's a pretty cool moment here. After they dodge through some lava spouts, Frieza shoots a huge blast at Goku. Mm. And Goku seems like he's taken by surprise. Then he just flies straight through it. That's a power move. You fly through somebody's beam. <laughs> Absolutely. Kicks him right in the face and then fires a, a beam point blank that sends him crashing down into the dirt. This was an excellent turnaround. <laughs> Goku takes no damage going through that key blast also. We check in with Piccolo and Gohan and Bulma one last time. Bulma wants to get going right the hell now, whereas Gohan wants to wait for Goku, which is understandable. He was Gohan's dad for a time before he met his true father, Piccolo. And then we sort of check in again with Kami. Now Popo's got the Dragon Balls together. Whoop, whoop. This is a Mr. Popo alert. We do have Mr. Popo in this episode. Content warning, Mr. Popo. Yeah, whoop, whoosh, 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 ha. Frieza continues to lose it, puffs up again. Did you notice this? Like, he gets even bigger. He goes, like, beyond 100%. How big can he get? Frieza screams so hard here that they feel the need to show four different angles of him screaming. (laughs) And long, also. Chris Ayers, shout out. Oh, yeah. Doing a great job. Good shouts. Dude, that is a battle scream. Shout out for his shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's lit in here. Um, And by the way, Freeze is puffing up while Goku's getting a like a very covert Kamehameha ready. Sneaky one. (laughs) I didn't think of it in manner. (laughs) It looks like he's got a. He looks like he's doing a magic trick and he's trying to use his body to shield Frieza from the like the palm. It looks like he maybe doing. has a, a candy or a snack or a bug he's not supposed to have, and he's sort of hiding it in both hands right behind him. I need some sort of crossover between Son Goku and Job Bluth immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but where did the spirit bomb come from? I totally thought it was going to be a, like a standoff where they were going to sit there instead of having like the, the long charge. He was going to be like, come here, and just like throw his hands out and get him. <laughs> I do like that idea also a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, here's just the doing problem. the Kamehameha. Like, you have to say it, but you can say it as fast as you want to. Yeah, that's the problem with the, these named attacks as you get further along. There's a limit on your speed, which is how fast can you say the, <laughs> the, the move's name. <laughs> but what if the longer the name is, the more powerful the attack? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the counterbalance. When you think about it, they're really like D&D spells, Vancey and Magic, in that they have a verbal and a somatic component. <laughs> I knew that I mean, would get yeah. you, Blaine. <laughs> Laser-targeted joke for my man, Blaine. Uh, you have to put your hands out now and yell, change now. And then any target within 60 feet. Is it's a radiant soul monk. <laughs> So back on Earth, the dragon appears to Popo and immediately runs away. No, he doesn't. He sticks around. Um, and Popo communicates with what they want, and Shenron himself is like, hmm, I don't know. This is so crazy. <laughs> Kami know. doesn't know, and now the dragon doesn't even know if it can do this shit. <laughs> well, fuck, I've never tried that. <laughs> but he makes him have to ask for the wish to even try it. So, like, what if it fizzles? Do you get your wish back? Ooh, probably not, right? No, no I have to. I have to assume that he has to actually grant a wish. Yeah, I'm with. There's got to be some sort of refund system in place. 
they have asked out right for him to do things he couldn't do before, and he was just like, nah, I can't do that. You gotta pick something else. And it will happen in the future as well, where they'll ask for something uh, coming up where he'll just be like, I can't, because that just is impossible. So here's the deal. You gather the seven Dragon Balls, and you pay ten premium tokens, and you can get one wish. Or... <laughs> For 10 regular tokens, you can get a mystery wish. <laughs> now, the mystery wish does have a 5% chance of having an ultra wish in it. Now, <laughs> but if the thing is, if you get a wish you've already gotten, you can't turn that in for like premium tokens or anything. It's just wasted. It's destroying gaming. Yeah, fuck gotcha pawns. Just real quick. <laughs> fuck loot boxes. Can we say that on the show? Yes, please. Yeah, no, loot loot boxes are garbage, and you shouldn't ever use them. The only good loot box is the chest I opened to get my rupees. I nice thought, one. for good. okay, for a second, my dude, I when you said rupees, I heard root bees, and I thought you were saying, like, your root beers <laughs> in kind of a fun I, way. My case of premium root beers. <laughs> <laughs> have myself a tasty treat. <laughs> okay. I'm referring so yeah, sh- Blaine is an eccentric root beer tycoon. <laughs> my root beers, my rupees. So Shenron's curious about whether this can work. He says he'll try it. Does he? He says that, right? Yeah, he's like worth a yeah. shot. Um. And as we sort of fade on this episode, you hear Goku shouts one of my favorite lines, see you in hell, Frieza. Very good, dude. As he does a Kamehameha, he's replaced the the verbal components with the words, see you in hell, Frieza. Very good um, music this... for me while this is happening. Yeah. I didn't even notice mine. Rub it in, why don't you? <laughs> and there's this really cool ending snapshot of Goku and Frieza kind of colliding with Shenron in the background. And that's the end of that episode, and the preview shows Dende, Vegeta, and Guru waking up. So again, spoils absolutely yep. everything in the Guess next the episode. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Where are we in in terms of original Dragon Ball Z, Kev? Uh, episode 50 of Kai ends in the same place as episode 99 of Z. Oh, wow. So close. Yep. I'm sorry to say we're going we're gonna to pass right over it. You know, I'm betting that as this show gets longer and like we start getting into the later material, there's actually probably a lot less getting cut out, I would imagine. You would be surprised. We lose quite a bit in the Android and Cell sagas. Really? Oh, yeah. There was a lot of filler of Goku and Gohan dicking around after they got out of the time chamber. Just having fun camping. What you do when you've got a parasite that's threatening to destroy the world. (laughs) I, I I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm so excited for the time machine. Oh, God. The... Oh, man. I mean, we're only like five or six episodes away from it, mm-hmm. honestly. Episode 50 that we just watched, according to Wikipedia, the online encyclopedia, episode 52 is the last episode in the Frieza arc. <gasps> well, oh. it's the last episode of... It's the last episode of what Funimation has decided is season two of Dragon Ball Z Kai. Episode 54 is ep- actually the last episode of the Frieza arc. Why? <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> they know what you're here for. And it's just Goku versus Frieza. But regardless, that's the end of that episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. What do y'all think was the best part of it? Ball strats. 
I did love and, the ball strats. Any other takers? Ball strats, ball strats, ball strats. My favorite moment was Goku flying through the key blast and knocking Frieza into the dirt. As an individual cool moment, yeah, that's got to win out. I have to agree with that. Because the ball strats fairly s- spread fairly wide, you're saying. Yeah. It's kind of a lot of... It's kind of, of a scene. It's, it's, it's kind of a, a, a significant plot point, really. It's a, a kind of... It is kinda, a very good one, though. Oh yes! Thank goodness. Really, really good. High level, high level ball strats. Thank goodness for good ball strats. That's what I always say. <laughs> I have said that every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I? Because uh, I think I'm the only one who actively does it. I uh, out in the public told someone to live their life like kame kameha. Uh, got a weird look. Trying to make that a thing. But, uh, you got a look, you said. Yeah, you you have mentioned you have mentioned this before, actually, in the episode. I think I just the last posted. episode. <laughs> oh, did I mention? Um, yeah. You did. <laughs> yeah, I, I have once a week tried to say this to someone in real life. Time, and... time is a flat circle. <laughs> Live your life like a kamehameha. Blaine's out here. At, he is living his life like a kamehameha, though. That's the thing. Yes, I am. It's difficult to do though, because like transferring your meaty body energy into, you know, blue lasers is it's it's more work than you think. You got to put some sweat into it. It's dangerous advice, really. So the Kamehameha, that's like Master Roshi's thing, right? That's his technique. He came Ooh, up with that. Yeah, yep. That's true. Do you think he gets offended that Goku's out here like teaching folks? He kind of makes it his own, doesn't he? Goku kind of steals it and like it's his trademark move. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. even he 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 didn't even learn it by being officially taught it from Roshi. He saw Roshi use it once and learned to use it himself. What the hell? <laughs> Shit, man. It's not. I. It must not be that hard because even Yamcha picks this thing up. Yamcha does actually get taught it though. Krillin and Yamcha both get taught it. They have to learn from Roshi. Yep. That reminds me. I still. I'm very much in love with the idea of us getting the Dragon Ball Z Fighter game, and we have to do the tournament of the C mode, and it's just all of like the level C esque level characters just fighting to see who's the best. Yamcha actually isn't, fucking rules isn't in Yamcha Dragon Ball Fighter Z. High level play quite a bit. Uh, Yamcha is amazing because his like uh, his super moves are all variations on the Wolf Fang Fist, and they all chain together. Oh whoa! So you can just do like. Like a huge, huge combo with Yamcha, with Yamcha, and it's actually really fun. Plus, there is this amazing. I don't know if you all know about the dramatic finishes in They're so Fighters. good. I played They're the amazing. game for a couple days. There's one where if you play as Yamcha fighting Nappa, um, or if the last two people on the team are Yamcha and Nappa, and Yamcha wins, then there's a dr- a dramatic finish occurs where Nappa sends a um, Cyberman at him, and then <laughs> Yamcha does a Kamehameha and pushes the Cyberman back into Na- Nappa, and Nappa gets blown up by the Cyberman, and when the smoke clears, Nappa is in the exact same position <laughs> that, of the famous dead Yamcha thing. That's incredible! It's amazing. That's it's awesome. Absolute, the game is so self-aware in like the most beautiful way. So That's right? beautiful, seriously. Yeah, so shout out to Arc System Works. You did it right, folks. You got it. It's so weird to me that the best, like, basically the most polished Dragon Ball Z game of all time came out in 2018. How old is Dragon Ball at this point? Oh, God. 
so old. Like 30 years? 30, 35 years? Huh. But have I ever told you guys... I can't remember exactly it, but there's like a story out where a person who watched all of Dragon Ball Z wakes up and they are Yamcha. Yes, in fact, you've also talked about this on the podcast before. Oh my god, no! Time is indeed a flat circle. And that was me this time, not Kevin saying that. So it's not exactly the same. It's a little different. It's a little different. Just like every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, just a little different. (laughs) I did want to real quick get in a random page from the Dragon Ball Wiki. Oh yeah, pull one up before we go. Hey, is the quote still the same one? Uh, No, it has in fact changed. It's Goku before the Raditz fight. But the the random page I got is something that I I didn't know that these folks were called by this name. The random page I got is the Dragon Team. What? Who's the Dragon Team? The our guys. I thought they were like the Z Fighters. Yes, so did I. (laughs) But they're called the Dragon Team, also known as the Dragon Ball Gang. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's such a cooler name Can there, I... it actually gives us five other names for these people including z fighters z for z warriors golden fighters which is pretty cool <laughs> and quite possibly my favorite earth's special forces <laughs> but you gotta right. say it like that earth's was from special the... forces that was what they were called in the ocean dub <laughs> oh sent god. out by king dog or president dog King I really furry. miss Show King Furry respect. is his name. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget I really kind his of, name. I kind of miss the days when dub groups were just doing whatever the hell they wanted. <laughs> it was the Wild West, man. <laughs> I just need I need every Dragon Ball Z title as an always sunny joke now. Like an always sunny cold open. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the game goes dynamic. <laughs> The boys kill Frieza. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks again for listening to another episode of Zenkai Boost. You done You done did it again. You made it to the end of this one. Put another notch on the wall of your cell. Thanks. For- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Don't know where that one came from. Oh, Lord. Thanks for sticking with us for 50 episodes, everybody. Yeah. For more than one calendar year, uh, you've been here and we couldn't be happier. And that's about it, unless anybody, unless any of y'all have any final words. Live your life like a Kamehameha. Live your life like a Kamehameha. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power, power levels, levels don't, don't matter. matter.